It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Penguins Postgame that begins right now and features the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last week, these two teams played, and Tristan Jari made history. So what was the story last night in Tampa Bay when the two teams met again? Penguins postgame starts right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome everybody to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. Before we get started with our main features of the program this fine Thursday afternoon, as we recap Wednesday night's action, we want to get you a little glimpse of what happened last time these two teams met. Now, what exactly did happen last time these two teams met? Well, this happened when the Penguins beat the Lightning 4-2. to two. But this happened to make that the final score. Jari, he's going for the empty net! Bouncing towards the goal! He scores! You have witnessed history! Tristan Jari becomes the first goaltender in Pittsburgh Penguins history to actually score a goal! He's gonna grab this. 
I'll tell you what, that puck bounces the first time on the hash marks. And I know I said it before, there's not many goaltenders that can do that. Mike Rupp and Josh Getzoff on the call. They were on the call for the game. In the same place where it all went down, but Mike Rupp and Josh Getzoff on the call. For quite a great game between the Penguins and the Lightning. Four to the final last week, November 30th, 2023. The last time these two squads locked horns during the 2023-2024 season. And what happened last night? When they locked horns for the second straight time? Well, let's just say it was a little bit of a different story. Let's get into that different story right now. As always, we have two portions of the opening segment. This being the first one, we're going to remind you of the referees and linesmen at Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida. And before we do that, let's get into the scoring. It all begins with Anthony Sorelli getting the lightning on the board early in the first period with 5 minutes and 56 seconds in. He gets a power play goal, his sixth goal of the season. Victor Hedman on the assist with his 21st assist of the season. Nikita Kucherov with his 27th assist of the season. It's a power play goal, the first of two that they would score. Speaking of which, Ryan Shea went in the penalty box. He went. At 4 minutes and 55 seconds into the first period, he went for tripping. And then he went to the penalty box 15 minutes and 52 seconds later. This time, 2 minutes for high sticking the call. After one period, it's the Lightning 1, the Penguin 0. After 20. So let's move on to the second period where first we'll go to the penalty we'll go we'll go to the penalties. And Anthony Sorelli getting called five minutes and fifteen seconds in for tripping. The call was on Sorelli for tripping. Then Riley Smith, seven minutes and thirty-six seconds in, getting called two minutes for interference. And Anthony Sorelli would go to the box again, this time for holding, for two minutes. Now, speaking of Nikita Kucherov, we mentioned earlier that he had an assist in this game. Well, he also scored a goal. The second power play goal the Lightning would get. But let me take you to some audio. 
on a goal that was scored but quickly got turned around. This goal coming courtesy of Brandon Hagel, and we'll continue with our scoring summary in just a second. In just a second, but along with our penalty summary in just a second. But I want to take you to the Brandon Hagel goal because this was a goal that made it 2 nothing, or I should say 2-0, to zero, in favor of the Lightning. And as luck would have it, the Penguins challenge for offside. And they succeed. Here are the men with the call on Valley Sports. The Tampa Bay broadcast. Here are the men with the Tampa Bay broadcast for what looked like a penalty. Sorry, no, not look like a penalty. What looked like a goal. But was later found to be offside. Let's have a listen. Chances at either end to open this second period. Here's a centering pass off the skates of Chernak. And picked up by Barry Boulay. Into the middle for Sorelli. Sorelli leaves this one for Hagel. Hagel cuts in, takes a shot, scores! Brandon Hagel buries one into the back of the net, and it's 2 nothing. Lightning. Blue line, and then it's not exactly smooth, but sometimes that makes it better. Hagel, a little crisscross. You didn't know what was going to happen there for a second. And then it's when he pulls the trigger. And nice job by Sorelli. Sorelli actually pushes both defensemen back. Sorelli's had another great game here. See, he interferes with Latang a little bit, and that gives a little bit extra penetration for Hagel. Now, this goal would come back. And, uh, yeah, we can't show you through that, uh, we can't show you through the, through the video that we just showed you, we can't show you how it got called back, but, Brandon Hagel, great shot regardless, it, unfortunately it didn't go in. So that was 39 seconds into the second period. It was almost 2-0. to zero. It was until Mike Sullivan decided to say, hold on a second. Let me take a look at this. And later we found out it was offside. So the goal did not count. But what does Nikita Kudrov do after the penalty? To Riley Smith happens. 
Well, guess what he does? Eight minutes and 31 seconds in. He makes the Penguins pay again. And the Penguins are on the penalty kill. Nikita Kucherov, 17th goal of the season for Kucherov. At 8 minutes and 31 seconds in. Power play goal, Victor Hedman's second assist of the night. 22nd on the year for him. Number That's number 22 on the year for Victor Hedman in terms of assists. And Steven Stamkos is getting into the mix here. With his 16th assist of the season. And the Lightning weren't done in the second period. They weren't done. Just before Sorelli gets called for the second time in the game to go to the penalty box at 18 minutes and 18 seconds. At 17 minutes and 4 seconds, Tanner Janot scores his sixth goal of the season. Of the season. Michael Isamante with his fifth assist of the season. And we move from 2-0 Lightning to 3-0 Lightning after 40. And again, the penalty times were 5-15 for Anthony Sorelli for tripping for the Lightning. And then Sorelli goes to the box at 18-18 for holding. Riley Smith at 7.36, going for two minutes for interference. To the third period we go. And the penalties were what we will kick off with. And they kick off with Chris Letang getting two minutes for delay of game. At 10 minutes and 31 seconds in. 14 minutes and 31 seconds in, Steven Stamkos getting called two minutes delay of game as well. So the Penguins and the Lightning getting called for delay of game. And then at 15 minutes and 52 seconds, it's a tripping call to Victor Hedman. So right place, right time. Same time as Ryan Shea's penalty in the third in the first period, only it was for high sticking, and this penalty was a trip. It didn't matter. And of course, Tanner Janot's goal came at 17:04 in the second period. Nikita at 8:31. At 19. Minutes and seven seconds. Well, the Penguins are down, and it's likely they're going to lose this game. It's likely they're going to lose this game, but we're not going down without a fight, and we're not going to be shut out. Not by the Lightning. Jake Gensel in the clutch. Puts the Penguins on the board. He gets assisted by Sidney Crosby. Crosby's 12th assist of the season. And Gensel's got his 10th goal of the season. 
on a play that, whoops. Andre Vasilevsky said, whoops. Said, whoops. Uh, he probably was kicking himself in the, in the, he probably was kicking himself in the tailpin right there and being like, or, you know what? Okay, let me rephrase that. He probably was saying, uh-oh. I gotta get, I gotta get, I gotta get that right. I can't make sure, I can't give Pittsburgh the puck because that gives them an opportunity. And you know what? To prove my point before we take a break and then get ready for that second portion of the opening segment, let's take you to to the highlight that turned into the goal. Let's take you to the highlight that turned into the goal. Let's take you to this highlight that turned into the goal. Vasilevsky, oops. Here are the guys with the call from the Tampa Bay feed for Valley for Valley Sports. Nearside feed to Gensel. One minute to go in regulation. Oh, open net there for Gensel, and he scores. Turn over to Jake Gensel, and he didn't miss. Well, they they had some pressure. You'd think they'd come away with a goal somewhere, and this is the most unlikely one. Vasilevsky mishandles behind the net. The puck went in his feet. And then it was kind of even a mishandled shot by Gensel, but it's going to go in off of Nick Paul. Gensel just trying to get it in front of the net. That wasn't even a shot on goal, but here was the issue. That one fooled Vasilevsky, went off the heel of his stick, and speaking off the heel of the stick, yeah, Gensel, he wasn't even shooting at the net there. Nick Paul comes in to help, goes off his stick. When he puts the brakes on, goes off the inside of his foot. And into the back of the net to spoil the shutout. That's too bad. So, a good play, a good play for the Penguins, but not a really good shot by Jake. He gets help, though, from the guy you just heard uh, Valley Sports talk about. Uh, and I'll just bring up our transcript here for a second. I can remember who that was. Yeah, it was Nick Paul. I come, he comes in to help, and it goes off his stick. And when he puts the brakes on, it goes inside. It goes off in. It goes off the inside of his foot, and it goes on in. So that's that's just too bad. For the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. But you expected some fireworks. And you kind of got it. Kind of. Penguins postgame continues. Right after this. From Broadcast Map. As we roll on. With Penguins postgame. Coming up next. In the opening segment. As we wrap up. Three stars. Play of the game. And the game stats. 
all when Penguins postgame returns right after this. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. It is about time for the play of the game and the three stars. But before we get to that, let's remind everybody, like we almost, like we forgot in the opening portion of the opening segment, uh, who our referees and our linesmen were. Attendance record coming up in the final segment after our middle segment. But this is our opening segment. It is the second portion of the opening segment. And our referees for this game on Wednesday were Tom Chimaleski and Gord Dwyer. Julian Frenier and Devin Bird were your linesmen. For this game in Tampa, Florida at Amelie Arena. And we'll get to the game stats in just a second. But before we do, and before we get to a play of the game, it's time. 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 It's time for our three stars introduction. Leading us in to finding out who the three stars of the hockey game were on Wednesday night. As we record this on Thursday, December 7, 2023. And we get ready for Penguins and Panthers on what should be a great night of hockey, regardless of the outcome. Here's the introduction to take us to our three stars. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. We welcome everyone back in to the studio for Penguins postgame. It's the 25th broadcast that we've done and game 25 of games of 82 that we've covered for the Penguins. In this 82-game stretch, we have covered 25 games now for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
And without further ado, before we get to the play of the game and the game stats, which will be after we get to our three stars, it's time to give you those three stars. So, first, let's remind everybody of the goaltenders. Andre Vasilevsky. His record is 3 3 and 0 right now. Tristan Jari started for the Penguins. His record is now 9, sorry, 8, 9, and 2. And the winning goal, the game winning goal goes to Nikita Kucherov. That, of course, was a power play goal in the second period. Speaking of Nikita Kucherov, your first star, sorry, your third star of this game is defenseman for the Tampa Bay Lightning, number 77, Victor Hedman. No goals, two assists, minus one. Total ice time of 25 minutes and four seconds. And your second star is the game-winning goal recipient in right winger number 86, Nikita Kucherov. One goal, one assist. No plus minus for Nikita Kucherov. But that's okay. He was on the ice for 21 minutes and 19 seconds. And with a save percentage of 96, one goal given up against, and 24 saves, your first star, well-deserved, give it up for number 88, goaltender of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Andre Vasilevsky. There are your free stars, Andre Vasilevsky, Nikita Kucherov, and of course, Victor Hedman. Well, there you have it. Game stats will be coming up, but before we get to that, let's get to our play of the game. And honestly, I gotta go... I gotta go to the play... I gotta go to the... I gotta go to the goal scored by Nikita Kucherov. I gotta go there. I didn't exactly see much of that. I didn't see much of the game, but I was able to listen to it. But anyways, let's hear the call. Let's hear the call. Let's hear the call from Valley Sports, Tampa Bay. 
which is our player of the game, our play of the game rather. And this is Nikita Kucherov's goal, eight minutes and thirty-one seconds into the second period. It's also a goal that made the game two to zero in favor of the Lightning. After Brandon Hagel's goal didn't count due to offside. Let's get to it. We'll share my screen and hit the and hit the play button on our play of the game. Brandon Hagel denied a goal due to offside. And Nikita Kucherov scores on the power play. Kuch certainly had the best look all the way around and missed by about an inch. That is three posts tonight for the Lightning. Comes back to head. Here's Kucherov. Scores! A rocket from the top point man in the NHL. Nikita Kucherov, 2 nothing. And this is perfect. Watch Kucherov. He'll just get over to a spot. And Victor Hedman knows that spot by rote memory. I don't even know if he looked over there. He just knows. No, he didn't. See that? He knew exactly where Kucherov was going to be. And he put it right off that front foot, right where he wanted to be. And Kucherov. There you have it. There is your play of the game. Nikita Kucherov putting the Lightning up 2-0 in the game. And then it all kind of went downhill from there after that power play goal by Nikita Kucherov. But let's not dwell on it. Because look, 25 games in for the Penguins. And how many have the Lightning played so far? We'll do this quickly and then get to the and then get to our game stats. Wrap up there with that. Wrap it up there with the opening segment, but let's just look at it here. So the Tampa Bay Lightning have played 27 games this far. And yet they're fourth in the Atlantic Division right now. The Penguins right now are seventh in the Metro, and they've only played 25. So let me just, and we'll probably do this again in the final segment, but let me just do this. You play 25 games, you got 57 games to go, and you just played a team that has now played twenty-seven games and only has 55 games to go in the season. Also remember they played on November 30th just last week. And they won. The Penguins won that game. 
So if I were the penguin, I wouldn't be feeling too uneasy about losing to Tampa Bay despite losing to Philadelphia back-to-back days with a day off in between during the home-and-home series. But listen, you got to find a way to get the power play going. I mean, the Penguins have not scored a power play goal yet this year. They're 0 for their last 33, I believe. They're, They're 0 for their last 33, I do believe. When it comes to the power play, I'll double check that again, but they haven't scored a power play goal yet. And when they do, it's going to be good. And Stagger and Brian and Brian Metzer and Paul Stagger, Paul Stagger brought this up. I didn't catch on to it actually until after I heard it on the post-game show on the radio. But they were mentioning that the Penguins are, they might be without Brian Russ. They might be without Ricard Raquel. They might be without a a few players that were injured in the game last night. And who knows how long they'll be without the guys. So I started thinking to myself, I know he's a rookie. I know he's a rookie. But it might be time for Braden Yeager to come up. It might be time. Now, I'm going to let the Penguins discuss that because I don't know if they're going to be a team that will just say, you know what? We may have to bring up the rookie. We may have to bring up the rookie. In Braden Jaeger. We may have to bring up Jaeger. But I was thinking to myself, is this the time to bring up Jaeger? Is this the time to bring up the rookie? Now, I don't necessarily think it's time, but I would not be shocked if they brought up Jaeger, because I honestly think it, I honestly don't think it's time, and it would be rushing, but at the same time, we're losing games, the Penguins are losing games, and let me quote I'm not going to quote it, but let me just go back to something that the old 2-9er said at the start of the game before this game got final. Let me just say this. If the Penguins won this game, given the way things were going, it was very likely they could be in the wild card. And this is what the old 2-9er Phil Borg said. This is not my words. These are his words. He was like, look, if you win this game, you're in, you're in a wild card spot. 
So the Penguins and the Lightning were playing for a lot. Especially when it comes to, to the wild card. And right now the wild card is the Lightning are number one. The Maple Leafs are number two. The Islanders are number three. And right behind them are the Capitals, the Devils, the Penguins, the Montreal Canadiens, the Sabres, the Blue Jackets, and the Senators. So things can get on a Things could get interesting over the course of these next couple of games, but you got to forget about the 25 games right now. 25 games in, you, you got to forget. You got to forget about it. You just got to get through playing hockey the way that you're able to play. And yes, uh, I was going to say that maybe. Tristan Jari does it again. He does a goalie goal. It didn't happen. And also, I want I want to let everybody know. I want to let everybody know. Yes, everybody know. But the Penguins were behind. So how can they. How could they have a chance for Tristan Jari to do something if they're behind? I'm not saying it's not possible. Because who knows? Tampa Bay could have had a misstep or something or a miscommunication. And that would have given Tristan Jari a chance. But again, the Penguins were behind in this game and they couldn't come back. So we'll wait and see what happens the rest of the way. But again, like I said, what happened with Tristan Jari and what happened with the, the Penguins last week when the Penguins won 4-2 to two in the same arena as they played as they played last night in what happened last week is last week but it Still something worth remembering because it, it was Penguin's history in the making at the end of November. And it's something I will remember for a while. Ending November on a high note. Anyways. With all that being said. Let's get to the game stats, wrap up this opening segment. 
and get ready for the final two segments, the middle and the final segment, where we, yes, we, will get ready for, yes, we will be getting ready for the game on Friday against Florida. And the next few games as well for the Penguins, as well as a game that will be happening tonight for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're on a back-to-back. So we'll see what happens for the Lightning as they go head-to-head tonight. With the Nashville Predators later on tonight. But anyways. Let's get to these game stats. So that they are wrapped up. And we can get to the shake of the game. And the game pucks of the game. Which are coming up in our middle segment. We also want to leave time to get through the other three of the four games going on. On Wednesday. And we're going to do that in the middle segment. But before we get to that, time to put to bed the game stats. So the Penguins finished this game being outshot 27 to 25 by the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning with 20 with 27 shots, 15 hits. They were out hit by the Penguins 21 to 15. Penguins beat the Lightning in faceoffs 32 to 22. The Penguins were 0 for 4 on the power play. They were they go zero for four on the power play last night as we recap it here on a Thursday. The Tampa Bay Lightning two for four on the power play with two goals, both by Anthony Sorelli and Nikita Kucherov. And both teams spent eight minutes in the penalty box combined. The Penguins finished the game with five giveaways, six takeaways, and ten block shots. Meanwhile, the uh, Lightning finished finish the game with nine giveaways, seven takeaways, and 27 block shots. And with that all being said, let's take a quick break. And hear a word from Take Another Look, which can be heard every Wednesday evening or whenever you've got time on Voices for Ability Radio every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern. And whenever you've got time, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. And on YouTube. You can also find the podcast on YouTube by searching Take Another Look. And you should be able to find it. If you just like listening to it on audio, again, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern is when you can hear it on Voices for Ability Radio. And you can also check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Just by searching in your favorite podcatcher, wherever it may be available. Take another look. Podcast. Let's hear a word from Take Another Look. And get to wrapping up this show first with the middle segment. Where we will take a look at the other three games going on in the four-game slate on Wednesday. Plus, it'll be time for the shake of the game. Which is our player of the game segment. And, of course, we can't forget about Game Puck. All of that is next, after this word from Take Another Look. And when Penguins Postgames continues... Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Postgame. My name is Scott McGregor. I am the host of Sports for Beginners and your host for Penguins Postgame. We are streaming as many as we can Penguin Postgame shows on, on the ice and behind the benches. But right now, it's time for the Shake of the Game, a segment inspired and only brought on this podcast inspired by the cooperation of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, and the Milkshake Factory. We are not brought to you by the Milkshake Factory or anything like that, but our segment is inspired by the ad with Jake Gensel, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Milkshake Factory as well. Let's get into that introduction, but before we do, courtesy of my phone, we'll get it out of the way quickly. We are going to hear, sorry, not hear, we are going to check out what was going on elsewhere in the league on Wednesday. 
Well, as you know, the Penguins lost 3-1 to one to the Lightning. With goals by Anthony Sorelli, Nikita Kudrov, and Tanner Janot for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the only goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins goes to Jake Gensel. Speaking of Jake Gensel, that means that, you know, by the time you're probably, you're probably listening to this, you, you might already be enjoying half off Jake Shake from the Milkshake Factory. We'll get into more on how that all works right after the introduction. But let's continue on here. Elsewhere in the league, the Florida Panthers defeat the Dallas Stars 5-4. to four. And now they're getting ready for the Penguins, who will be in town for a very, very special night. More on that later in the program, coming up in our final segment. In Edmonton, the Oilers put on a show. And they take care of the Carolina Hurricanes, winning 6-1 to one over the Hurricanes with Zach Hyman getting a hat trick. Ryan McLeod also getting a goal. Matthias Eklund gets a goal as well. And Warren Fogley's got a goal in this game. And the former Penguin, the former Penguin, Jordan Stahl, he gets a goal. But it's the only goal for the Hur- the Hurricanes. And they fall 6-1 to one to the Oilers. Meanwhile, in St. Louis, the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights are in town. And they leave town with a 6-3 to three victory over the Blues. Lots of action on tap on Thursday. We'll get to it. But before we do, we'll get to that actually in the final segment. So that's still to come. But before we do, here on the middle segment, it's time. It's time. Time for the shake of the game introduction. During special games, especially like the game. Featuring the Flyers and the Penguins, we will give two shakes of the game out, two to each team. So four shakes of the game will come, will be coming out. Ooh, I didn't, I didn't notice that was coming out. I didn't notice that came through my screen there. Sorry about that. Um. Anyways, time for our shake of the game. And we'll get to the introduction. But before we do, we're giving out 
two to each team. So four shakes of the game and players of the game are coming out for this game. So without further ado, let's get to it. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealer the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And there you go. Time for our shake of the game. As a reminder, to each two player two players from each team are getting a shake of the game slash player of the game. Now one thing before we get into it, we're going to get to the scratches, but before we do, if you are in the Pittsburgh area, but you don't live in Pittsburgh, all you have to do if you've gone to a Penguin hockey game is head over to your nearest or your closest milkshake factory in Pittsburgh. And mention the half-off Jake Shake offer at checkout when you order a Jake Shake. And if you are in Pittsburgh, you guys already know the drill. So if you, you guys and girls... Whoever goes there, I don't know who goes there, but uh, anyways, you guys all know the drill. If you're in Pittsburgh and you live in Pittsburgh, you guys all know the drill. Whenever Jake scores, you know where to go. You know, you know, you get, you guys know the drill. You got okay. It's not exactly a drill, but anyways. You guys get what I'm. You guys get rum going with this, right? You guys get rum going, right? Regardless, let's get into it. So our scratches for the Penguins include Noel Achari, Vinny Hinnestroza. And Dmitry Samorokov. Who did not play for the Penguins. And who did not play in this game for 
the Lightning. Well, Hayden Flurry and Cole Copie. Cole, I hope I pronounced your names right. If I did not, I am apologetic in advance. With that, let's get to our shake of the game. Slash player of the game. And the first two that are going to receive it. Are. Andre Vasilevsky. And Victor Hedman. Now just to add to Victor Hedman's. Uh, that's there. No hits, one block for Hedman. And he also did not. Don't he did, he did go to the penalty box. I almost say he did not. He did go to the penalty box. Penalty box for two minutes. Sixty minutes played for Vasilevsky. Nine sixty save percentage was the save percentage. He made twenty four saves on twenty five shots. Only gave up one goal against Victor Hedman and Andre Vasilevsky. Your player of the game slash shake of the game. Recipients for the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll do the same here for Pittsburgh. Tristan Jari, I felt, played pretty well, but he deserves a little pick-me-up here. 58 minutes. 58 minutes played. Save percentage of 889. Made 24 saves on 27 shots. And yes, Kristen gave up. Yes, he gave up. Three goals. Your second recipient for the Penguins. It's going to go to Jake Gensel, who had one goal. Uh, no assist for Jake. A point and plus a point. He had and he was, and he was plus one, so plus one point. Had five shots on goal. Did not go to the penalty box. On the ice for twenty four minutes and forty six seconds in total. No hits and no blocks for Jake. So it's Jake and Tristan. And Victor and Andre Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky and Victor Hedman for the Tampa Bay Lightning shake of the game slash player of the game. And your shake of the game recipients for Pittsburgh slash player of the games for Pittsburgh are Tristan Jari and Jake Gensel.
game pucks of the game are in just a second. And for any special games, especially the one coming up on Friday, we may or may not give out two each to each team. Here we're going to do one each to each team for game puck. And you know what? Tristan played okay. He wasn't great, but he's going to get my first game puck of the game. For Pittsburgh and the game puck of the game for the Penguins. I felt like he was making saves. He was making saves when he had to. He also had he also had quite yeah and I say quite He also had quite a few areas where he was making saves, but the Penguins just weren't making it easy for him. The Penguins just weren't making it easy for him to make saves. He had to make a lot of in-the-clutch saves, and he had to make a lot of big saves to try and keep the Penguins in the game. So we got so there's probably a, a little bit to clean up here, but with retrospects here, I'll just say this. Tristan and Andre Vasilevsky played pretty well. But they weren't great. They weren't great. They were okay, they weren't great. I mean, Tristan was okay, but he wasn't great. He was good, not great. And Ozzy, that's okay. That is fine. Honestly, that's fine. For me, Andre Vasilevsky getting my game puck of the game because I feel like he was good. He was good. Didn't have a great, didn't have a, didn't have too much of a great third period, but he had a great game overall. And yes, he could have had a shutout. A shutout, but that was a costly play uh, by Nick Paul and by Tampa Bay in general as a team because Vasilevsky played the puck and Nick Paul was there to try and stop Jay Gensel, who wasn't even shooting at the net, mind you. And it goes off of Nick Paul's foot and into the and into the net past Vasilevsky. And just like that, the Penguins escape Tampa with a loss, but not a shutout loss. They escape the shutout scenario. And that'll do it for the middle segment.
Coming up in the final segment after this word from On the Ice and Behind the Benches, we are going to give you our look ahead attendance record. And you know what? Let's get a little bit from the horse's mouth. And when I say the horse's mouth, first of all, I don't mean literally a horse. I want, like, what I'm talking, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about getting it, getting reaction from in particular, the head coach. And Mike Sullivan didn't speak for very, very long. So let's see what we can get out of head coach Mike Sullivan when we return to Penguins postgame for the look ahead and what's on tap. And what is on tap for tonight in the NHL. The Lightning are one of those games on tap, and they play the Predators tonight at 8 p.m. We tee all that up, plus we tee up a special night for the Penguins and for Florida Panther fans on Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, when we return to Penguins postgame, Mike Sullivan, the next five games for the Penguins. For the Penguins and The next five games, not including tonight, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And you know what? We'll actually include tonight for Tampa Bay. But by the time you hear this, Tampa Bay will already be underway with game 28 of the season as they play the Preds. Who have played as we speak same, the same amount of games as the Penguins have played. 25 games. When we return for Penguins postgame after this from On the Ice and Behind the Benches. It's the look ahead, Mike Sullivan, and we tee up Thursday Night Hockey, plus what's in store on a special Friday night in Florida. We tee all that up. When Penguins Postgame continues. 
When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. No, he's being evaluated right now for an upper body injury. Is disappointing of a performance we've seen all season from this team? No. First two periods, they only had six shots on goal in the first 32 minutes. Was that a matter of overpass? We are hearing from your head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mike Sullivan, as we welcome you back into Penguins postgame final segment of the program. And before we get into our look ahead, as well as get back to Mike Sullivan, which we hit a pause, I would like to take this opportunity to get you guys all caught up. Actually, no, I'll just say this. I would like to take this opportunity to let you guys know that if you like what you hear in this podcast, you can always send us a rating or a review, however your podcast platform works, whether it's on audio or if it's on YouTube, which you can find weekly in Sports On. And it's also available in audio. We will have good stuff for you there. And honestly, I think our 2024 is just getting started. Even though 2023 hasn't wrapped up yet. But we're only a few weeks away, actually a couple of weeks away, I should say, from 2024 beginning. All that being said, let's quickly get to the Pittsburgh Penguins' next five before we continue hearing from Mike Sullivan. And after Mike Sullivan, we'll get to our look ahead for the Lightning. So the Penguins' next five games include on the road tomorrow against the Florida Panthers. Game will be on Sportsnet. Can also be heard on the Penguins radio network. And in Pittsburgh, I do believe it will be able to be heard on Sportsnet Pittsburgh, 
It'll be a very special night for the Penguins and Florida Panther fans. Because Patrick Hornquist is getting honored. And his jersey, I believe, is getting retired prior to the game. So I'll take this opportunity before we continue with the look ahead for the Penguins to say congratulations to you, Patrick, on your retirement and your move from the ice to the front office. I'd expect nothing less than a great ceremony down in Florida on Friday night when the Penguins face the Panthers. And with that being said, after the Panthers are After the Panthers play the Penguins from Florida, the Penguins head home for a one-night-only special on December 12, 2023, when they face the Arizona Coyotes and Pittsburgh Penguin Native. No, no, let me rephrase that. Not Pittsburgh Penguin Native. Pittsburgh Native. Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley will be in Pittsburgh with the Arizona Coyotes. And he is a Pittsburgh native. And when the Coyotes come to town, the Penguins will play them at 7 p.m. Just at the same time on Friday. This Friday, December 8th. The game against the Coyotes is next Tuesday, December 12th. Followed immediately by another game in Pittsburgh. Oh, no, sorry. They're hitting the road. For a showdown with the Montreal Canadiens from Montreal. On Wednesday, that's next Wednesday, December 16th, sorry, December 13th, and then following our Friday show for Sports for Beginners, our completion of Season 2, it's time for another edition of Penguins versus Maple Leafs. Penguins and the Maple Leafs on December 16th, next Saturday at 7 p.m. from Scotia Bank Arena in downtown Toronto. And let's see. So the Florida game is number one. Arizona, number two. Montreal, number three. 
Toronto number four. And then the Minnesota Wild come to Pittsburgh for a showdown. And I'll double check here on my phone to make sure I have that correct. Yes, the Minnesota Wild will be in Pittsburgh for a showdown at 7 p.m. between the Minnesota Wild and the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is on December the 18th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And it is also the first of two meetings between the between the Wild and the Penguins. And that is it for their next five games. So with that being said, let's get back to head coach Mike Sullivan. And then we'll get to the next five games of the Tampa Bay Lightning schedule, including as a possible sixth game. Because this one game this game does get underway. Tonight at 8 p.m. We'll get into the lightning schedule. But before we do that, let's go back to here from your head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan. As we started hearing from Mike Sullivan when we began. The final segment. Let's hear the remainder of what he has to say. After the Penguins 3-2 loss. To the, sorry, 3-1 loss. To the Tampa Bay Bucks, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, I was about to say Buccaneers, but no, we're playing hockey here. So I quickly corrected myself. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning who come away with the victory. After Tristan Jari, last time they played. Back on November 30th, made history in a Penguins 4-2 win over the Lightning. Let's go back to Mike Sullivan. Mike? And we have a little bit of a load screen here. So we'll wait that out to see if it happens. But we continue to hear from the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins who spoke to the media not for very long but one of the big questions that he was asked to open up was do you have an update on Brian Rust the Rusty Razor 
Now, when the media talks to Mike Sullivan, they don't say stuff like what I just said, the rusty razor. But they do, but they do, however, say, do you have any update on Brian? And you heard Mike Sullivan in the opening. We're going to play it again for you because apparently we're going to have to reload the screen. Uh, but uh, you heard Mike Sullivan say he did not have an update after the game. So he doesn't have an update after the game. But will he have an update before the game on Friday? And if so, it may not be much. But it'll be a good thing to keep an eye on. All right. Let's see what we can get from the head coach of your Pittsburgh Penguins. We went, we, we may have to play things back from the start, but that's fine. We'll do it regardless. And we also did get through, as we were welcoming you back into the studio, we did get through, minus the parts of the opening of Mike Sullivan's press conference, we did get to the next five games for the Pittsburgh Penguins, including the game on Friday night. That is going to be a good one. Let's see what we can get from Mike Sullivan. Once again, we send you over to Mike Sullivan and the Pittsburgh media. Do you have any update on Brian Rose? No, he's being evaluated right now for an upper body injury. Disappointing of a performance we've seen all season from this team. No. First two periods, only had six shots on goal in the first 32 minutes. Was that a matter of overpassing or just not? A little bit of both. You know, I think uh, there weren't a lot of shots on either side. Most of the shots they got were on their power play. Um, I thought we had opportunities, especially in the first period, to put pucks out the net, and we didn't. We're looking for lateral plays, and they never materialized. We were trying to encourage them to put the puck at the net more and, and uh, force them to defend the scoring area. Mike, is confidence an issue with these guys right now? Um, well, obviously, when you don't have success, your, your confidence isn't at an all-time high, and these guys are human beings, but we've got to find a way to fight through it. Let me let me just play that let me just play that question one more time. And I want you to listen to what Mike says to this question. This is the last question that Mike was asked. But I want you to listen to what he had to say once again. Listen to the question and then let's listen in with his response. Um, well, obviously, when you don't have success. You... Oh, hang on a second. We, I didn't give you the question there. Let me go back to when the question came up. 
But again, it was the last question Mike was asked. Mike, is confidence an issue with these guys right now? Um, well, obviously, when you don't have success, your, your confidence isn't at an all-time high, and these guys are human beings, but we've got to find a way to fight through it. Now, when you hear Mike Sullivan say, we got to fight through it, remember that he started answering that question by saying, well, when you're, you're, you know, it had, the question had to do with confidence, right? So I don't know who asked this question, but. I like the way they phrase this. Mike, is confidence an issue for this team right now? Well, everything about Mike Sullivan's answer, I like. I also like the way this was phrased, but... Sorry, no, not phrased. This was asked, but... I mean... I think it's a question that we could ask ourselves as well. So, for Pittsburgh Penguins fans, I want to know. Because to me, I don't think confidence is an issue, but it certainly hasn't been, as Mike Sullivan said, at an all-time high. And a big example of that, I guess, could be the game on uh, the game on Monday night in Philadelphia, where the Penguins avoid a shutout, but they also find themselves behind and are unable to are unable, they are unable to capitalize and try to get the win right back. Also remember that that game on Monday, December 4th, wasn't a 4-3 a win. And also remember, both of those games, one went to the shootout on Saturday and ended in 4-3. The other on Monday night went to overtime and ended two to one. So when I look at those scores, I think, well, look at this one. They lost by just one more goal than they did against Philadelphia in Philadelphia on Monday. So do I feel they're going to make the same mistake? They're going to make the same stuff happen. Uh, on Friday against Florida? No, I don't. But let me know what you guys think. Because I expect some fireworks. I expect some fireworks from this team. I expect some fireworks from Florida. I expect some fireworks from any team that the Penguins play. So with that being said, here in the final segment here, let's get to including tonight's game 
for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Their next five games, well, we begin with an 8 p.m. puck drop tonight at 8 p.m. against the Nashville Predators in Nashville. And I'll bring up my, I'll bring up uh, Tampa Bay's uh, list so that we can get that all correct just to be safe. Once again, that puck drop is at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes, indeed it is in it is in Nashville. And that kick starts a couple of games that will be in the late windows of hockey for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tonight it's 8 p.m. against the Predators in the Music City. Then they head to Seattle to take on the Kraken on December 9th, Saturday, December 9th, this Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Where they will take on the Seattle Kraken from Seattle at Climate Pledge Arena. And this will be the second of their two meetings this season. Then they're off to Vancouver for a showdown on Tuesday night, December 12th. In Vancouver, as they take on the Canucks at 10 p.m. Eastern. And that is a... <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. It's a five-game road trip for the uh, Lightning that are begin that begins right now with the game tonight. against the Saint, the Nashville Predators, excuse me, not the St. Louis Blues, the Nashville Predators. Their third of their next five games is against Vancouver. That's at 9, that's at 10 p.m., and that's on Tuesday, December the 12th. On... Thursday, next Thursday, December 14th at 9 p.m. The Oilers will play the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, Steven Stamkos will see some time with Connor McDavid. And, of course, they wrap up their five-game road trip before they come home. They wrap up their five-game road trip with a 10 p.m. start on Saturday, next Saturday, December 16th, 
as they go as they go head to head with the Calgary Flames. And we're going to add in their battle at 7 p.m. on the following Tuesday after next Tuesday when the St. Louis Blues come to town to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. So just so you guys are aware, minus tonight's game between the Preds and the Lightning, it's it. Their next five include games in Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, and then at home to St. Louis. And they also go head to head with the Golden Knights on the following Thursday from next Thursday when they are in Edmonton. But anyways, there you have it. There's your look ahead. Now, speaking of the look ahead, let's look ahead to tonight's action before we wrap this show up. And tonight's action gets started at 7 p.m. Eastern with the Toronto Maple Leafs in the nation's capital of Canada for the Battle of Ontario. It's another Battle of Ontario. This time it's in Ottawa. And it all begins at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on TSN 4 and TSN 5. You can also stream it on the, ra- on the TSN radio broadcasts. Whichever one you'd like to hear from. Also at 7 p.m. and on Sportsnet. We've got a showdown between the Boston Bruins and the Buffalo Sabres. The San Jose Sharks. Who are 7-17-2 right now. They take on the 14-7-3 Detroit Red Wings tonight at 7. The LA Kings make a pit stop to Montreal to take on the Montreal Canadiens at 7. You can catch that one on TSN2 if you have it available to you. Or wherever you're able to stream the games. 
And then later at 7.30, the New York Islanders do battle with the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7.30 p.m. At 8 p.m., the Dallas Stars take on the Washington Capitals. The Tampa Bay Lightning, as we mentioned, take on the Nashville Predators. Again, let me just say that again. The Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Nashville Predators as part of their back-to-back. At 8 p.m. At 8.30, it's the Blackhawks and Connor Madar and Connor Bedard taking on the Anaheim Ducks at 8.30 p.m. And then at 9 p.m., the Calgary Flames take on the Carolina Hurricanes. The Colorado Avalanche take on the Winnipeg Jets. And the Philadelphia Flyers take on the Arizona Coyotes. In the late window at 10 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. At 10 p.m., it's the Wild taking on the Canucks. And then at 10.30, it's the Seattle Kraken. Taking on the New Jersey Devils at 10.30 p.m. So once again, it's the Seattle Kraken. Taking on the New Jersey Devils at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 7.30 Pacific, I believe. But there you have it. There are all of your games. And the Penguins will next play the Panthers from Florida as part of a threesome. Two games at 7 p.m. followed by Oilers and Wild at 9 p.m. tomorrow on Friday, December 8th. Florida and the Penguins get going at 7 p.m. And the Blues and the Blue Jackets also get going at 7 p.m. As for Penguins postgame, we'll be back with you guys ahead of the next Penguins game. And we might also set up Maple Leafs and Predators. But one thing is for sure, after Penguins and Panthers, we will set you guys up for Penguins and Coyotes. On Tuesday night.
It's a back-to-back, so you'll probably catch Pens and Coyotes post-game on Wednesday ahead of Canadians and Penguins. And then you'll probably catch Canadians versus Penguins. Post-game programming right before Toronto and Pittsburgh do battle again. This time, from Gosha Bank Arena. Twenty-five games in the books. And with eighty-two games in this season still to be played, with twenty-five in the books, the Penguins have fifty-seven games to go. Before they've completed their entire 82-game season. A lot can happen down the road. But for Penguins postgame for now, this is Scott McGregor saying, as we always say at the end of every Penguins postgame, that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is always, and I mean always, until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, Have a great rest of your Thursday or your Friday or whenever you guys are tuning into this podcast. And I will catch you guys all next time on Penguins Postgame when we recap Pens and Panthers. And it's sure to be a good one. It is sure to be a good one. Patrick Hornquist is getting his jersey retired and he is getting or and he is getting honored. And we'll have a special one hour penguins post game. Of Pens and Panthers. Right after the game. Probably coming your way. The day after the game. Or. Right after the game on Friday night. Whenever it is. 
We will catch you on the flip side. And before I forget, go Pens! And I look forward to catching up with you guys again after Pens and Panthers. See you then! Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguin Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches.